and welcome to a special mini-sode of Ye Olde Crime, the show where Maddie and I discuss the funny, strange, and obscure crimes of yesteryear every Wednesday. This special bi-weekly segment is called Can You Crack the Cramp Word, which is slang for a difficult or obscure term, which I thought was very fitting for this segment. With me today are Nick and Brandon from the Tennis Podcast. And before we begin, I'd like to give them the opportunity to tell us a little more about themselves and their show before we start the game. Cool. Well, Lindsay, thanks for having us. This is Nick here. Well, thank you. Yep. That's uh, Brandon on the other line. So me and my sidekick host, Brandon, we host the Tennis Podcast. It's a weekly podcast where we cover top 10 lists on pretty much anything and everything. We cover top 10 lists like the highest grossing movies, the deadliest animals, the best presidents, the worst presidents, and pretty much anything else you can think of. One of us does all the research and the other one has no idea what the list is before the episode starts. So they guess along with the audience. Mm -hmm. And one thing that sets our show apart is that most of our lists, 90% of them, are based on quantifiable data so instead of our favorite movies it's the highest grossing movies as one example so sure anyway we have 125 plus episodes out now and hope you'll check it out yeah i've listened to your guys show a few times and i think porn videos one was one of my favorites <laughs> that one was really funny yeah. brandon too <laughs> oh the the porn search terms the yeah Pornhub. yeah we did the the most commonly searched for phrases on Pornhub. That's yeah. one that we we both unknowingly had done research on for many years. <laughs> <laughs> you had no idea you were part of the people that were being added to these lists. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fair. At least you know you were thoroughly researching what you were going to be talking about. Yeah. And I don't think he'll admit it, but it's possible Brandon was even doing live research during the show while we were recording and I just wasn't I didn't know it at the time. <laughs> I wasn't doing the tubing. Okay. Well, Lindsay, I feel very prepared for this segment because we've also done top 10 lists on our show about the English language, like the uh, the top 10 most commonly used nouns and adjectives, things like that. So I know no, we're going to handle this. Neither of us are very good at it. Well, okay. You know Contradict what? what I just, just said. but Just, you know, do your best. That's all you can do. Just keep swimming, boys. That's all you mm-hmm. can do. We're going to swing okay. for the fences on this. <laughs> I'm just here to means, swim and swing. Let's just do it. swim and swing. See what happens. Mm-hmm. I feel like we made a weird signs and Dory reference, so I like it. <laughs> yeah, timely. We just talked about Dory recently, huh, Brandon? Yeah, you did. did. You did. On the, the episode that dropped today. The oh. animated films. Remember Ellen DeGeneres getting yes. canceled lately? Yep. Yeah. We Didn't we also talk about her on our Psychopaths episode? <laughs> yeah, that might be it. We've mm-hmm. talked about her a lot lately. Listener of the show, Ellen DeGeneres. She's, a, she's actually a Patreon member on our podcast. Nice. Lucky you. <laughs> Getting that DeGeneres money. Is she really DeGeneres one? All right. I'm not, not going to respond to that. Yeah, that was nope. bad. I'm sorry. Yeah. I kind of hate myself for that one. Sorry. Okay, yeah. I'm going to have to cancel our appearance on this show now. Because <laughs> you of like that. immediately drop out. <laughs> you're like peace out bitch and then you just like drop off i can only take so much no I'll stay. <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that are you into top 10 lists what about pop culture or maybe you're just a nerd like us we've got a show for you loser 
Hi, I'm Nick. I'm Brandon. We're the hosts of the Tennis Podcast, a comedy and edutainment podcast covering a new top tennis list every week, including fun facts and trivia. We've covered lists such as the top 10 most popular 90s songs on Spotify. The deadliest animals. The worst U.S. presidents. The leading causes of death. The best-selling video game franchises. The most common murder methods. Okay, are you going to give one that isn't about death? The deadliest jobs in America. <sighs> Listen to these and countless other top 10 lists every Wednesday at TennisPod.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Top horror villains by their kill count. I think we're done here. If you listen to this podcast, there's a good chance to see you will die. We are the 10 Podcast. That's 1-0-I-S-H. Bye. All right. You guys ready? Ready. Yes. All right, Nick. Your first term is butter upon bacon. Butter upon bacon. Mm-hmm. Let me think this through here. So at first, th- the average person, when they first hear that, they might immediately jump to a food-related meaning, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe but that's not you, you pervert. No, not me. <laughs> you jumped to something more sensual, didn't you? What is it? Butter upon bacon? Butter mm-hmm. upon bacon. Is that a thing, even? I mean, I guess you might... Put it, sounds butter like, in the- it sounds like the name of an English town, like Stratford-upon-Thames mm-hmm. or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. It just sounds like cholesterol upon fat to me, but <laughs> sounds good. It does sound a little good. Butter upon bacon. You know, my mind is actually going toward, you know, because maybe I'm wrong. I don't think butter's not typically something you put on bacon, right? I would hope not. That's just yeah. heart disease waiting to happen. So maybe butter upon bacon is supposed to be something to the effect of, you know, two things that don't belong together. You know what I mean? Mhm. So but it could also mean something sweet on top of something good. Or I guess butter's not sweet, but they're both savory. They're both savory. Very maybe it's something mwah. superfluous because there's plenty of there's plenty of fat already in the bacon. That's why you don't need butter to cook yes, it. Yes, fucking Brandon. All right, so <laughs> Lindsay, what I want you to do is I want you to edit this episode to make it sound like. To take Brandon's contribution out right there. And now I'm going to say it myself and we'll, you'll edit it to make it look like I came up with that on my own. Here it comes. Got it. Three, two, one. Maybe it's something superfluous, you know, because bacon already has plenty of fat on it. When you add butter, it's just overload. It's fucking so, stupid. <laughs> so, <laughs> stupid I mean, idea. <laughs> I, uh, I'm really impressed with myself that I came up with that. That's my official guess that something is. However you want to summarize that, you know, something that doesn't need anything extra, but gets that extra thing anyway. You actually are 100% right. Look at that. It's Brandon, ex- can you believe it? It's too much. It's too much extravagance. Yes, I can. Too much extravagance. See? Yep. Fuck. Decadent. There's nothing more decadent than a oh, big decadent. hot stick of butter on top of a slab of bacon. You know, decadent is a fucking word that is underused. Am I right? It is. I mean, You're you don't welcome. hear that been, word enough. I've been giving, dropping gifts all over the place. No, Lindsay's going to be editing this uh, appropriately, so no one will know. No one will ever know. I'll take it to my grave. All right, butter upon bacon, extravagance upon, what was it? Extra Something. Too much extravagance. Too much extravagance, yeah. yeah. Nailed all it. Right. It's just over Nailed the top. It. Too much. All right, Brandon, mm-hmm. your first term is heathen philosopher. Is that what's going to go on my tombstone? <laughs> <laughs> No one would ever mistake you for a philosopher. Heathen philosopher. Yeah. I feel like that's fairly straightforward. Well, I know heathen is is like supposed to mean someone who 
lives outside of religious ceremony. Mm-hmm. And philosopher, someone who's interested in the truth. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that this was uh, like the original one, like an original neckbeard atheist. <laughs> like when in ye old times, when someone was annoyed by a like a, a nerd who kept interrupting with like actually mm-hmm. and <laughs> and pushing their atheism on everyone, they they would call them a heathen philosopher. Was that your final answer? Yeah, my final answer. Brandon, you should consider guessing. When I think about this, I think about kind of the original neckbeard nerd that pushes their atheism on everyone else. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's just my gut feeling. You don't have to go with that, but I'm thinking that might be it. You're putting a lot of pressure on Lindsay to <laughs> cut this episode up like a jigsaw puzzle She's and rearrange a pro. it. She's a pro. She's got it. I mean, I am a whiz with the with the cutting and the splicing. I'm trying to save her work and just nail them all the first time. I appreciate that. All right. I hate to break it to you. Uh-oh. But a heathen philosopher, according to Victorian slang, is a shabbily attired man whose underwear can be seen through the holes in his trousers. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, we were close. <laughs> That's just a crackhead now. <laughs> what, a, what, a, what a great way to describe. <laughs> That's just walking through downtown Portland, Oregon now. Uh, look at all these heathen philosophers. What a night. Ni- it sounds like a compliment. Mm-hmm. It does, like and you're really just calling them a crackhead, you know, basically. You have to wonder yeah. why such a perfect pair of words and a perfect meaning for those pair of words, why did that die out? It's so good. It is really good. Like it's, I love how on the nose it is. It's mm-hmm. not just mm-hmm. like extravagance, you know, where it's just like, oh, it could be really lavish or whatever. It's like, mm-hmm. this is a very specific term for a very specific subset of people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. With there, very specific requirements. I say we bring it back. I think we should Let's start like a hashtag. The, I feel like the philosopher part was probably used ironically. Mm-hmm. I'm going to assume so. I'm assuming this is someone. This is where like the atheist part of it comes in, where they're like uh, dressed like you know they're I coming around the sandwich from a, board guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, maybe instead of heathen, because heathen is kind of misleading. It should be like you know a dumpy philosopher or a or a or a you know scabby. Yeah, scab- <laughs> like a, a scabby philosopher. A dumpster philosopher. Just mm-hmm. looks like he rolled out of the trash. Yeah. Well, Brandon, don't they call you the hot dog philosopher? Nobody calls me that. I don't know. Okay. So so what are your philosopher's stones then? If you're the hot dog philosopher. Oh. <laughs> I only barely understand Harry Potter. That was that was a that was a balls reference. Oh wait, it is? Yeah. <laughs> Brandon. Um, yeah, I thought it was about Harry Potter. Well, it was, but I was making a... About Harry dick, Balls. I, I was making a, a dick and ball joke. Ah, I missed it. I'm sorry I was too highbrow for you. You can't floss for you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I got it, Lindsay. Okay, thank you. It landed somewhere. A flaming dumpster. <laughs> All right. right. next to those hot dogs. Right next to the hot dogs. They smell so good. You shouldn't eat mm-hmm. them. No. All right, Nick. Your second term is Chirping Mary. Oh, sounds like my first wife. Am I right, fellas? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you like some uh, old man in the Catskills? <laughs> A Chirping Mary? Okay. To me, that seems like it's one of two things. It's either A, you know, used to 
to describe a woman who who is perceived to be kind of a chatty Cathy. You know, they maybe a gossiper. So that's that's option one. Option two is that Mary, I know back in the old days that could be used to describe a homosexual or a or a uh, possible homosexual. A kind of feminine. Yeah. So I, wonder, I don't know where the chirping comes in there. Mary or a Nancy. Maybe. Yeah, that's right. Maybe chirping Mary was like a flamboyantly gay person, someone that wasn't afraid to, you know, chirp about how, how much they fucking love the same genitals they have. <laughs> so, Brian, which of those two meanings do you think is closer? Okay, uh, I'm going to stop you for one second. I should have clarified. Mary as in Merry Christmas, not uh, Mary as the name. Oh. I'll, I'll cut all that out. She so you still sound quite a while. <clears throat> I loved it. I kind of want to keep it, but I will cut it out because I respect you too much. So <laughs> chirping Mary, M-E-R-R-Y. You don't have to cut it. Chirping Mary, <laughs> M-E-R-R-Y. Okay, so then that's that to me is just like you're happy. You're uh, you're outgoing. You're happy. You are optimistic. You're a positive yeah. person. Mary um, is the adjective. Mary is the the way in which you are chirping. Yeah. You no know, happy way. Happy way on a happy day. That's my, what Brandon just said. And I said, is my guess. Okay. You're half right. It's feeling. Half I a, said. Yeah, exactly. Brandon. God damn it. It's the half you did, Brandon. It's feeling in a good mood because you're having a drink with friends. Oh, okay. Well, the drink with friends is just implied. If yep. you're happy, then you're drinking with friends. Yeah. If you're happy and you know it, take a drink. So mm-hmm. you're having a chirp, a little chirping party among friends. Yep. Yep. Just a bunch of chickadees. All right, I fucking nailed it. You did. A bunch of you chickadees slamming Irish car bombs <laughs> in their first <laughs> first night out in a year of pandemic. God, can hey, you babe. imagine having to be the person that throws out all the lightweights once the bar is open 100%? Oh, my. I'm, I think it's getting to the point where people are, are starting to get vaccinated and are going to start going out and making fools of themselves across, like, I think we'll have a lot of memes of people like laying face down and puke throughout oh, yeah. all of 2021. Oh, yeah. The second half of 2021 is going to be like the six months of regret. Like, that's just all it's going to be. It's going to be like spring break across the world. <laughs> nine months. Nine months from then, there'll be so many fucking babies born. Oh, my God. Nasty little babies. <laughs> Pandemic babies. All right. Brandon, are you ready for yes. your second term? Yes. Do you think the babies will come preloaded with the 5G that's that Bill Gates put in the vaccine? I hope so. Mm-hmm. You think it's going to be like in Babylon 5 where they just have a little like thing attached to their hand and that's like the Wi-Fi router for their 5G? <laughs> I mean, I can't rule it out. It's just It all wired. depends on what Bill Gates designed for the vaccine. That's true. I started picking up the Bill Gates podcast the within a few minutes after getting my vaccine. I can't turn it <laughs> off. <laughs> oh, it's... Uh- Oh, like you physically, your body picked up. <laughs> yeah, I just hear it I all see. the time. Okay. It's better than like getting the Apple vaccine where it just auto downloads a U2 album without your consent and then you can get it <laughs> off. You know, we got to figure out a way to get the tennis podcast preloaded in this vaccine, right? That's how we grow listenership. Yep. That's you how you do it. Captive people t- audience. People tore Bono a new asshole for that. Mm-hmm. Worth uh, it. I don't know if that's a road we're ready to go down. I don't I know if we a have a, more. I don't know if we have a strong enough asshole to go down that road. <laughs> You'll get a few new assholes, remember? You'll be fine. All well, right, I'm well, sorry. There's go a ahead way. with the yeah. That's all right. Your second term is mully grubs. 
Molly Grubs. Sounds like what you do to yourself during the Pornhub episode. Molly Grubs. Molly Grubs sound cute. They sound like dirty, cute little guys. I'm going to guess that they're not like dirty, cute little guys. <laughs> no, they're not like heathen philosophers. These sweet little Molly Grubs. Now, grubs is either like grubs, like a little wormy maggot type thing, where grubs is also food. Mm-hmm. I'm going to guess that this refers to a type of food, a, some, a type of grub. And then well, how the mul- long has the sorry, but how long has the word grub been used that way? Isn't that relatively new? I don't know. Somewhere. Okay. I mean, who knows? All right. That's what we're here to learn. Trying to help you. <laughs> it, it can't be. I'm guessing it's not the little worms. I can tell you now that it's not little worms. Okay. So then the mully part. I don't know what mully is, but I have a feeling it has something to do with being like berries on the dirty ground. So I'm going to guess that this is some kind of some kind of sweet, sweet and savory snack. Okay. Like dirt berries. Yeah. Little dirty berries. <laughs> <laughs> that was my nickname in college. Just Interesting. Kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually slang for faked or exaggerated bad mood. So you're pretending to be in a bad mood. Why? Oh, you got a case of the mull. Oh, you get. Yeah. So mully grubs is. You're pretending to be in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. Now, who's doing that? Why? Who's yeah? Who's got the fucking time for that? When I mean, you could just be in a bad mood naturally. <laughs> I'm just yeah. in a bad mood perpetually. I'm in a bad mood now. It sounds, yeah. it sounds like something a teenager would do, right? Like that's what I was gonna say. I mean, to kind of show show out or to show you that you hurt them. That's the perpetual state that my 12 year old is in right now. So it's fine. Mm-hmm. I'm just yeah, gonna start I calling saw... her a mully grubber, and she'll be like, "What does that mean?" She's got. And then you say, listen to my fucking podcast. That's what you say when she says be, that. I gotta imagine <laughs> that that like, would just twist twist the knife, the annoyance knife a little bit with a 12-year-old. And they were already pretending to be upset. And you said, oh, someone's got a case of the mully grubs. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. She'd probably murder me in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> Don't push it with those mully grubs. Yeah. Seriously. It'd be a lot easier if, if they were some kind of dirty berry snack like a nature box snack and you could say hey bring her up with some muddy uh some mully grubs you know we started this this current conversation on well who does that who has time to be in a bad mood who has time to fucking make up a new word for just dirty berries on the ground as well <laughs> that's true i did tonight okay well tell me that mully grubs does not sound like the name that some hippie hipster millennial nature based uh, millennials didn't exist in the in the old times no. oh it sounds like something that That's would be true. made on like in a commune like you know yeah. the type of like creepy peanut butter that some of them make this is like the jam that goes with creepy yeah peanut the, the creepy the mal- commune peanut butter <laughs> the, the malnourished women go out during the day to harvest berries to to make mully grub at night in a big pot everyone eats mully grubs out of one big pot mm-hmm. in the commune yeah that's what molly grubs are. <sighs> yep. Nailed it. We're changing definitions here tonight, I guess. Yep. Well, it needs to come into the 21st century, 22nd yeah, century. Yeah, we've wised up a little bit. We We're know not in the to... 22nd century, but I still The 21st. Yes. Time, time is hard. If we're in the 22nd century, then something happened between before the bl- and the after blip I happened. hit record. Yeah. <laughs> the blip happened. I just woke up and I don't have any pants anymore. It's weird. <laughs> Brandon, is that you? Did you change voices? <laughs> I I have pants on. If I 
We're not discussing porn right now, so it's fine. (laughs) Cool. So we did it, right? You did it. 10 out of 10%? Nailed it. Crushed it. See, we're just too smart for this. You are. So on that note, I would like to thank Nick and Brandon for joining me today for Can You Crack the Cramp Word? And before we go, can you please tell our listeners where they can find you on social media? Yeah, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, at TennisPod, and that's number 1010, and then I-S-H-P-O-D. You can also find us and listen to us at TennisPod.com. We're on all the podcast players out there. You can follow me, Nick, at the Nick E-M-E-L, on Twitter. And Brandon, I know you got a fucking Twitter too, huh? I got a Twitter. And my Twitter, you can follow me there at SidekickHost. If you like Sopranos memes, follow me. that's brandon's brand on twitter what sort of episode would you say is a good one to introduce people to if you had to pick between Uh, 125 you just said that you've released pick one of good good luck (laughs) yeah i don't uh, so you know the Pornhub one is actually a good one that's one of our most downloaded ones it's uh, episode 107 Yep, one, episode 107, we did the top 10 porn searches. Brandon, what do you think? What else? Let's see. I'm trying to look for a history podcast pandemic one. Oh, Deadliest Pandemics in Human History. I just passed that. It's episode 70. I was going to say, I think I did it. Yeah, in March of last year. Episode 79, The Deadliest Pandemics mm-hmm. in Human History was a fun one. If you haven't got enough of the fucking pandemic in the last year and you need a little bit more, check out episode 79 of of the tennis podcast awesome yep. i'll make sure to include links to both of those because thank you i'm probably gonna go listen to the history one right now because that sounds fascinating but i for sure listen to the porn one because that's if you love how exploding dead diseased corpses being catapulted into cities to spread the plague then you'll love the deadliest pandemics in human history that's just called a saturday afternoon where i live <laughs> right <'Cause> it depends <laughs> where you live well on that note as always I'm Lindsay, and I'll see you next time with another tale as old as crime. The Oracle Network.